Shut up and sit down. Hello, Boomers, uh, to a special edition of the Bucket and Boomer podcast brought to you by the CBJ Artillery. Uh, today, we are talking about Traverse City Game 2 versus Detroit Prospect Tournament up here in the beautiful city of Traverse. Uh, Lil Boomer, how are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing, as usual. Yeah? I'm on cloud nine because uh, we're getting paid. You, you are? Just chilling by a lake, just watching hockey. Just making content and making people jealous. Hell yeah, we love to hear it. Uh, so, game two today did not go quite as well as we wanted it to. Uh, five to two, right? Five to two. Five to two final today up here in Traverse City. Tyler is also here. Tyler Hi. Uh, is here. And also Danny. He just kind of forgot uh, the, us, but it's the, okay. Danny he was gonna, just going to lead into the game. Yeah, the Danny Smith us. is here as well. I was going to bring you in later with all of the content we got. I mean, mm. jeez. The it's boys fine. club. It is not a boy. It's, it's a them a, club. Uh, We're left out, Danny. Let's go have our own club. You're right. Bet. This is a men's club, Tyler. You're not invited. All right, we're going to wow. take a quick break. Me and Kyle will be back by ourselves. Baby Tyler Scott. No. <laughs> Baby Tyler Scott. Okay. Take that out of the podcast right so, now. Tyler Scott is here, uh, our wonderful video producer and also just producer. So much more than that now. Can we, like, stop with that? What else, What have you been Maybe doing all day? He looked so serious at me. <laughs> I'm going to pull Tinder up. I'll tell you what Tyler's about. Danny's here as well, Danny. Um we, please pick up your mic. Talk into it like this. this. She's new to this. Hello. Hi. So, Danny, how did you feel today with everything that happened in what what was the Molin Rink? Is that what it's called? The Molin, Molin Ice Rink. Molin Ice Rink. Molin Ice Rink. Yeah, it was great. You got a lot of good content, huh? Did I pull it up? No, you keep it right here, okay. right up to the windscreen. Yes. Like right up to it, and okay. you talk sweet, right into it. Sweet All love right. to inflect, the microphone. Inflect that shit right okay. into the mic. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> But but you still got to talk like a human being. Okay. Talk like normal, like louder. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All got right. It. So anyways, Lil Boomer, let's get into it here. Uh, you two chime in as you feel you need to. We'll talk about how our day went. Um, so first period, right? First period. I don't know how to Cajun. That's not how you say it. Kayon? Kayon. It's spelled Cajun. The... The the goaltender who is on a he's like a free agent invite for this prospect tournament. He he was. He is still. Be, but no 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 he uh, he has actually the monsters have signed him now because of what they've seen in developmental camp. Oh really? Uh, really. So today he was on the roster as a free agent invite. So that because changed. they haven't updated it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we he's here. He looked really good through the first period, uh, in my opinion. There was one goal that went through that probably shouldn't have. Defense needs to help him out there. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot sloppier than yesterday. Not, I mean, not a lot, but it was not as clean as yesterday. Right. But Detroit's prospect squad is a lot better than the garbage that St. Louis brought up here. Yeah, that, that's what we were talking about. It, it almost uh, – clearly right now, if you if you pay attention to, to hockey in general, the NHL and, and the prospect pools around the league, uh, I – 
I believe that the Blue Jackets have one of the better prospect pools now in the league yes, after the last two years of drafting. Um, and I, I think Detroit does as well. And we got to see those two play each other today. Which Detroit, was, man, they just have a lot of size, a lot of big bodies. If you have a minute right now, you're listening to this, get on Google and look up Soderblom, number 85 for the Detroit Red Wings. 6'7", six, 6'8". He's 6'8", six, eight. Eight without skates, right? Yeah. So 6'11", in skates. Yeah. Uh, and just a monstrous winger. Winger. Ooh, yeah. He is a right wing. Like what? What he had a play in front of the net today in front of K- Kayan. I think it's I think it's Kayan. I, mean, I think it is Kayan. Uh, in front of where he it was a rebound, a, a, a short rebound. He put the puck between his legs and went backside with it, like one of those between the leg shots, which like we've would seen be, from which would be really hard for a normal human being. But his legs are so long that space to go through. Was just humongous. the skill, the skill from a guy that yeah, size. It was, it's is not like watching Chara. Unbelievable. Uh, we have a guy like that coming up as well. I don't know that he's going to make anything of himself, but uh, was also drafted this last season. Yep, six, About that size. Six, seven, I don't even remember what his name is. I remember he's Russian. I remember he's 6'7". I remember he's 244 pounds. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what the score was at the end of the first period. Uh, my notes here that one, I have. 1-1 one, one, one at the end of the first. 1-1 one, one at the end of the first. Uh, Dumai, Dumay, all over the ice, uh, number 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, fast and nimble. Nimble with the puck. Like, can move it around and good on the boards. Like, yes. it uh, very, reminds very me of, of almost hands. Nick Felino ish on, on the boards where you go down, you're coming down the, the, the boards, working it to the other side, and then faking back to the, to the inside on the boards, and, and the defense doesn't really know where the puck's going. That is a sign of a really good forward. Uh, board play is really, really important when it comes to a four check and what he showed today with that board play, in my opinion, is, is going to go very far for him with this team. Yeah. He's, he's quick. He's very, very fast. He's a, he's a scrappy guy. Um, the, the puck finds him. He's a, he's a little puck magnet. I mean, I don't want to compare him to this guy, but he, he just, obviously he's very comparable. He's an undersized guy. I see flashes of Cam Atkinson. He he can get the puck in the net. He can get there fast, and he's not afraid to cherry pick a little. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, the cherry picking for sure. The only thing I noticed so Marchenko today looked really good as well. Uh, we'll talk about Marchenko here in a little bit. He had a better second and third period than a first. Both um, both games up here. He's gotten better as the game has went along. For sure, he's he's looked good. He's he's still getting used to the smaller ice and. Um, you know, no, I, no, the last place he played was a smaller ice. Okay, so uh, his thing is, is he hasn't really played much. Play. In, he hasn't played much in six months. American hockey. So, so we we interviewed him today after the yep. game, and he he said to me, American hockey is is a lot different than what he's used to playing for the last four yeah. years in Russia, the and that's something that he's are, still getting yeah, used the to. Angles are sharper. It's a lot quicker, right. and the the speed. But I noticed yesterday as well as today, um, first period. He didn't really show up a lot. But as the game went on, you've seen him more and more and more. But what's really, really noticeable is this guy plays a 200-foot game. His back checking is just amazing. The, the goal he scored yesterday started off of his back check. Right. Uh, that was a great play. Um, I, we didn't obviously uh, – we weren't up here for that game yet. But, yeah. Uh, so, going back to Dume today, um, he, you know, he's really good with the puck for the most part. 
He's a puck magnet is is the word I keep going back to. But absolutely, uh, when he there there are times when he gets the puck uh, where it it almost seems like he's not really sure what he's going to do with it next. And I think that comes with experience, but that comes with age, that comes with right. learning and, and development. But well, he's in what the Q. What he's in the Q in juniors, QHL. Uh, or QMH. I'm not sure. Or, Maybe yeah. And he scored what 108 points last year. Right. So, and a lot of those were goals. So, it kind of looks like he's expecting to just automatically go to the net with it instead of looking for someone else because that's what he did last year. Um, his timing, you know, he he got bumped up today after an injury. He went from the second line to the first. Oh line. yeah, put uh, Putia today uh, took a high stick. Yep. Uh, and was out. I mean, was he out for the rest of the game today? After that, yeah, he did not come back. Did not come back on the first line, and Dume took his spot and right. and really showed out. I think. Yeah, he started out and uh, listening to the space earlier that they made a great point that I 100 percent agree with. When he first got up there with Johnson and Marchenko, he looked a half a step slower, but after about three shifts with them, he stepped right up to their level and meshed and blended perfectly. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, absolutely. He should have got a second assist on that Marchenko goal. I wasn't even – so we were out on one corner. We couldn't see the other end where they scored all the goals. Uh, you were up in the middle of the ice. You saw a lot more than we did. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a man of the people. That's right. You were up there. <laughs> man of, so were we at the end because they sent all the fans over to our corner. As <laughs> all those Detroit fans sitting around. Yeah, us I at ended the end up with more there. room than you guys. Yeah, you really did. It's did. ridiculous. I don't even understand how that's even possible. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm VIP. So this is the, this, uh, to give you kind of a perspective on what this, uh, venue is up here in, in Traverse city, great city, great wilderness all over the place. It's, it's very airy up here. Uh, the, the venue is smaller than the ice house. It, it doesn't hold as many people. Uh, yeah, there are two rinks, though. What, it's very similar to the ice rink at Ohio State that the women's team plays on. Yes. Very, very similar. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so, with it being the Blue Jackets versus Detroit, obviously we're in Michigan. There's a we, lot more We Detroit. may have been outnumbered. We were definitely outnumbered. A lot of Detroit fans in the building today. But, uh, and, uh, and, and kind of say one thing real quick. Um, Detroit fans from Michigan – not assholes. No. Like the ones from Columbus. Isn't it amazing how that works? It's only the Detroit fans that are actually from Ohio are the ones that feel like they have something the, to prove. The guys in the so stands they're, they're followed me to the parking they lot. have to make sure everybody knows how big of a fan of the Red Wings they are. Yeah, the guys in the stands followed me to the parking lot. We were hanging out waiting for you guys and the players. Yeah, for sure. That's funny. Uh, so I had one more note from the first period. And this okay. is from warm-ups through the first period. And it's about Kent Johnson. Um, I know people want Kent Johnson content from this weekend. We all do. Uh, we were we were kind of wondering why he's even up here right now. It it seems like he's already may have a spot locked in on the roster. Maybe not. Maybe he'll go play in Cleveland a little bit. Um, but why is he really up here in, and not with the main team right now? And that kind of begs the question: Is he going to play with the team? But do you think he's skating around this weekend? With kind of a, he came off World Juniors as as an alternate captain with the with the with can with Team Canada. They won the World Juniors, and now he's up here. Do you think he's skating around with kind of a with a chip on his shoulder? Like, why am I at, why am I up here no. in the prospect tournament with these I guys? I don't. I think there's an aura around him, 
There's definitely he's clearly the best player on the ice. Yeah, when yeah. he's out there, absolutely. He's 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 faster, he's quicker, he's very decisive. The only person I've seen that's really been up to his level, even close, is Marchenko. But he definitely looks like he knows what's going on and where he's going and what's going to happen. I think the biggest reason he's here is because he's playing center. He's playing first-line center on a prospect team. No wing. He has not played wing yet. He has been to center the, both games, the whole tournament. The plan is for him to be at center on Sunday as well. And I think it's one of those things where they drafted him wanting and thinking he was going to be a center. And then at World Juniors and Michigan and the Olympics, he did nothing but play right wing. So I think this is kind of a dress rehearsal of – can we make this guy a center, or is he going to be a center, or do we have another right wing? Yeah, and, it, and if you ask me, it seems like we have another winger. I mean, that's just he, – he's okay at center, but with this group of guys, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to tell where he can fit in on the NHL level. Uh, but I, I don't think he's – I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, I, I agree. He's I going think, to be a winger. He is a winger. I think you're going to see him probably on a third-line right wing because it's kind of a toss-up between him and Marchenko right now as who's going to probably fill that Bjorkstrand role. And I just think that Marchenko's 200-foot game gives him the nod ahead of Johnson. But even on a third line, if you have a third line of, like, Johnson and a Sillinger or a Roslevic and – a Nyquist even, because Nyquist might get bumped to the third line. Kent Johnson working with a Gus Nyquist is not a bad thing. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's that's something, too, is is not just the skill level, but uh, learning from those guys as well on, on that line with the older guys, Nyquist and, and even Voracek yeah. and guys like that who we could be learning from from the winger spot where I – mean, Remember back in the day, uh, Hartnell with uh, – was it Anderson and uh, – oh, who was the other one? But it was basically the dad and son line. Was it Winberg or and yeah, Dano? Winberg and Dano, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, you should speak into the mic when you look say at stuff the like Danny that. Smith. It was Winberg and Dano. You have to speak up, babe. And I, I told them that. Just <laughs> forgot to hold the microphone when I did. She did. She told me. She, she, she clarified it for me. But uh, uh, Gus Nyquist with a Cole Sillinger and a Kent Johnson, does it not give you vibes of that line? It does. I, I think it does. Because uh, at that time, Winberg wasn't playing center on that line. You're right. Hartnell was. Yeah. We'll see what happens coming out of this, but that's just the first period. This is a very eventful game. Yeah. Uh, so moving into the second period here is 1-1 one, one after 1. Um, some of the notes I had here in the second period, it started slow. Um, Owen Sillinger is one of the guys up here right now. Uh, trying out, he's, he's already signed an AHL contract with the Monsters, but obviously the goal there with the AHL team is to try to, is to, try to crack the roster with the big squad. Absolutely. Um, Owen Sillinger today was very aggressive on the puck, but once he's on the puck, it's moved off of it very easily. In, in my, in, from what I saw just today, yeah. this is one game, uh, I, I think that he, ha he should improve on that. He's smaller than most, uh, just like Cole, kind of. Uh, the older brother of Cole Sillinger, but it, it almost they're seems like... silhouettes. They look identical. He got ran out of the circle yesterday on a face-off. When he skated back and was mouthing to the referee, it looked just like Cole skating it back with the wrong number. Yeah, with, uh, with the 5 o'clock shadow. With 5 o'clock shadow, yeah, shadow, yeah. For sure. I, I think that he has a lot of upside to him, um, and 
coming up into a team that he could be comfortable with. I think that he could be a good depth guy. Uh, yeah, and he's built for the AHL because, I mean, like you said, when he's on the puck, he does get pushed off the puck a lot. But him and one other guy are the main two guys laying all the lumber when they're putting the big hits. It's Ben yeah. Boyd and it's Owen Sillinger. Sure, Boyd. And Boyd. That's a name too that I wrote down oh, today. Boyd. Ben Boyd. I'm already nicknaming him the Wrecking Ball. <laughs> I hope he sees some time. You should have seen him this yesterday. year as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yesterday we. Yeah. Well. Oh. That wasn't. We weren't around yesterday for that. But uh, so lots. Of, another note I had today was lots of high danger chances in the second period at the beginning of and through the middle. Lots. Yeah. Lots of in close chances on their goaltending. You know, to Detroit to to give credit to. Detroit's goaltending uh, today. They're the guy that they started. Kosa, I think, is who started for them today. Kosa uh, and then Oak came in. Oak came in afterwards. Kosa uh, is their first round pick from from two years ago, from 2021, uh, from two drafts ago, and looked amazing. Looked phenomenal. That three on one that he stopped earlier in the first period was great. Um, it was hard to get anything by him. They really had to work to get. Well, the guy's by him huge. Today. He's a big I mean, guy, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, you ever seen that commercial? There's a whale in the net. There's a whale in the net. I mean, that's what it was like. <laughs> I mean, you had to hit a corner. Yeah, you had to. His and, you pads know. were as big as my truck. Speaking of corners, Kent Johnson with a post today on a back on a back uh, backside shot that's that sure I should have went in. Pinged the entire arena, Ding. heard it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, but, yeah, lots of high-danger chances there in the second period. Just none of them seem to want to go through no. because of goaltending, I think. I mean, they – not Well, it's not only that – it started out with the goaltending just standing on its head, but you could see some frustration set in, and then the discipline start to get, to get lost. Right. A lot less discipline in the second half of that second period, which led to some dumb penalties. I mean, the, the Kent Johnson slash, there was no reason for that one. No, there wasn't. I, I agree with that. It's it it was that. pure frustration. Yeah. Uh, another Some other notes I had from the second period today uh, – about midway through, bad transition defense ended up being a two-on-one, uh, two-on them. They scored on that. Uh, goaltending today looked good through the first period for us, for the Blue Jackets. Um, uh, what what was who was it in that? Kayan. 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 I don't yeah. know how to say his last name. I'm sorry. It was not Jet Greaves. It was, it was the not other Jet guy. Greaves today. Uh, kind of started deteriorating a little bit through the second period. You could tell. Uh, he was the defense was not really helping them him out as much as they should have. But there was a couple soft ones that got past him today that probably shouldn't have. If you're I trying to make a squad, two of the six were on him. Two, I'd say more than that. No, nah, no, two of the two of the six were on him. Uh, what was his name? Riley, the the Detroit guy, the Dollar Tree Panarin. Oh, uh, I have his. I have his – hold on. Let me find his notes yeah, here. This, this guy. Good God. Uh, yeah, there was a guy, the Detroit, one of the Detroit prospects, who's on a free agent uh, – as a free agent invite, had four so goals today. Pierce – Piercy? Piercy, yeah. Piercy with Riley, four goals. Riley Piercy. Yeah. Uh, number 58, free agent tryout. Free, uh, he's a free agent invite. Or so free he's, agent invite. He may get a contract out of this, which he well, should after just today, oh, honestly. It's, Dude's probably going to lead the tournament in scoring from this game. I mean, four – Goals, not one, not two, not a hat trick, but four. Uh, hats off to this guy, pun intended. Um, he <laughs> no just, hats on the ice, unfortunately. They, they tried, but the nets were too high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy just was Johnny on the spot, dude. Everywhere he he was at the right spot every time, and he put shots in upper corners and just through slots. I mean, 
only one of his goals was maybe a gimme. The other three, he just made great shots. And this guy, if you can look him up on Google, if you can find him, I don't even know. Tell me he doesn't look like a young, poor man's version of our Timmy Panarin. <laughs> Dollar Tree. I think you tweeted it today. Oh, Dollar, yeah. Dollar Tree Panarin. Oh, I had the Detroit fans cracking up calling That's him funny. Dollar Tree Panarin. Uh, yeah, so other than that, uh, PK didn't look great today. Um, and a, a lot of power play goals, like two or three power play goals from Detroit today. Uh, the discipline wasn't there for the Blue Jackets, which I, Brad Larson was in attendance. Rick Nash in attendance today. The two guys that are overseeing development, obviously, for the team uh, could not have been insanely happy with how the PK worked today. But obviously that we're here for a reason. You know, they're learning and right. these are eight, 18 through 22 year old kids out there learning how to play the game of hockey in the NHL. Um, I, I just, you know, the PK will, will find its way around. This has nothing to do with what well, the squad little, is going to look a like A little in bit in their season. defense when it comes to the power play and the PK, um, these, these guys just get thrown together. You know, oh, it's, absolutely. It's not like they, you know, were at camp for six weeks together before they did this. You know, they kind of just got, okay, insert name here, insert name here. Oh, this guy showed flashes. We'll throw him on this one. So there's not a lot of camaraderie where they know everybody inside and out what they're going to do. Because a couple times you saw both back defenders kind of bounce into each other because they both thought they were supposed to be in front of the net. Right. Yeah, so the last thing I had about uh, the second period today was Ken Johnson. Um, he, he, he's very good at opening up space for himself, clearly. Uh, like I said, one of the best players, on, the best player on the ice when he's out there, in my opinion, besides Marchenko. Marchenko looked great, and he's going to look great. He's, he's going to have a spot on the squad. Um, Ken Johnson, the skill he has opening up space for himself, just could not. He, he found the back of the net in the first period, but other than that, man, he, he really struggled like finding that open lane for himself besides that one off the crossbar well, he had. Well, no, that, there were a few times where he makes the extra pass when he should just take the shot. Right, and that's what, uh, if you listen to the space earlier to, uh, after the game today with Dylan Tyre and, and Jeff Spoboda and Bobby Mack, uh, they were talking about that as well. Be a little bit more selfish, you know? Right. like Take that shot for yourself and stop trying to give it up. Especially as a winger on this team right now, we've got the playmakers. Make, take that shot. Right. Take that shot. Toby Keith said it best in the late 90s. I want to talk about B. Me, <laughs> me, 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 me. Me, want to talk about I. Want to talk about <laughs> number one. My, oh, my. Uh, all right, moving on to the third period here. Uh, Marchenko we'll get sued by RCA. We might, yeah. Uh, they ain't listening. What, what, let's, Danny. Anything you, anything to add there, to, uh, Tyler? Anything you want to add? You know, since you get to have mics that we plugged in for you guys. Oh no, yeah, you guys are doing great. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Let's let's go. Let's before we get into the third period here, we're just kind of running through this because we're already at twenty two minutes here. Uh, what what do you think about? The, the whole media experience today. The, the, to be honest, just to be completely transparent, this is the first time for all of us having media credentials, getting in there, interviewing players, being down there in the in the shit, you know what I mean, and uh, and taking notes, all that. What was it like for you today? Everything good? Yeah, it was really cool. I got to film the Blue Jackets on my camera, and that's been a uh, goal for a while. A lot of good footage, I think, today. A lot of good I, footage. And and we got yelled at once because we weren't supposed to be in a yeah, spot where we were. Yelled but, at you know, we, just got we just got correctly corrected yeah. our, to where we need to be. Our were slapped. But we had a trainer. And you had to totally be unaffected be because producer Tyler looked like a consummate professional the Absolute entire day. Absolute professional. I, thought, get I a, thought he was working for the league. Tomorrow. Yeah, You have to. It's yeah, I I think it was great. Uh, we also we also ran into Laura from CBJ active CBJ actively. 
subjectively. Yeah. Um, award award winning podcast, huh? Uh, great. Er, hey, Jeremy, Danny, was, you have a mic. Sorry. You do. So you have to speak into the mic. Talk. I'm, I'm sorry. Inflect. Yeah, you're doing great. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> everything was great down there today. So are you, Kyle. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Of course. Of course. Uh, so, all right. Moving on to the third period here. Uh, you'll see all the content on our social feeds. So keep up with that. We are all over it this weekend. Uh, first note I had from the third period, Marchenko, man, again, in my notes. And he was all game today as a puck magnet. He finds the puck. The puck finds him and he always seems to know right where he's going with it uh as soon as he touches the puck and that's that's a really that's a skill you can't coach mate you brought up a great point on the space uh (laughs) the guy always knows he's like playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers marchinko he knows one or two steps ahead of what he's going to do he already knows what he's doing with it there's no hovering over the puck and fumbling over it he he makes him either he's shooting or he already knows which one of the two guys he's passing to. Yeah, absolutely. And it and that showed today. Uh, a playmaker with a great shot, that is something that's really going to come in handy on this team this upcoming did, season. Did you watch him during warm-ups? We watched, yeah, we were down there for warm-ups. Did you yeah. see that, that six of his first seven shots during warm-ups were bar down? They I did, hit the I, bar and went down and in the net. So many sh- Yeah, we didn't notice. <laughs> but, yeah, he's got a hell of a fucking. Yeah, we, we were counting in stands. Yeah. Uh, there's something else about Marchenko, too, that we noticed after the second period. We were trying to get over there and get a shot of him. But after the second period, I, I, the second period at the end of that was kind of a scramble. We probably should have scored there at the end of that. But there was yeah. a big scramble at the net at the end of the second period. Marchenko was in on that right in the thick of it. Uh, they did not score. Delvel Belouz had a great – who also had a good day today. Yeah. Uh, Kids going to be a center. Could not throw, could not get the puck in the net. Again, the goaltending from Detroit was immaculate today. But uh, anyways, Marchenko at the end of that, the very animated, like wanted to score so bad. Like he wants it so bad in a prospect tournament. Yeah. And then he went over there on the bench and sat by himself and just thought about it. Looked at the ice, sat there and just yeah. and thought about what happened. Yeah, he put and himself in the corner. It, it before he went back in the locker room with the rest of his team. It's just... I don't know what, what that means necessarily, well, but it just seems like that he really is into this and really wants to be good for his teammates. And when he came back out for the third, it never affected him. Not at all, no. And even the post game, I mean, he was he yeah. was in great spirits. And, yeah, I mean, again, it's just a prospect tournament. These guys want to win regardless. So uh, if you're going to be out there, you want to win. Another note I had from the third period here was was about Juracek. Uh, Juracek's up here this weekend uh, playing with the prospects. Um, he looks like he could be a, a future franchise player. He looks like one of those guys that has that reach. He has that that defensive IQ where he is in between the puck and the net at all times. He's very and good with the stick, which makes him he, bigger. Even if he like overplays a defensive play, he's coming back and correcting that almost immediately. Exactly, so, and not. I know you guys weren't up here please, yet yesterday, yeah, yeah, but yeah. going back to yesterday's game, there was a play and me and producer Tyler were sitting on the glass watching. He got burnt just before the blue line heading towards their own goal. And somehow he recovered, and his stick made the block in front of the goalie. Yeah. His his recovery speed and his reach is ridiculous. Yes. Like, Juracek and Mateacek are the real deal. I don't know if they're going to be seen this year, but we're talking, you know, 18-year-old kids – we're talking one, two years away. Like, these guys are going to be playing 
with the big club before they're old enough to drink. Right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I think it's going to be and sooner than later with those I guys. I mean, you, you're talking about everybody, you know, everybody loved the Zach Wierenski-Seth Jones pair before the breakup happened. But you got Juracek. <laughs> you got Juracek, who's kind of like the Seth Jones. He's more of the defender. He can cover up. But he's got an offensive game. To, 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 to feed on to that, Matej Chuck today, uh, flashes of, you know, like a, like a, offensive flashes, like a Zach Wierenski, yeah. uh, or the comparison compared to Kale McCarr, Kale McCarr, I'm right? telling you, I thought it was bullshit when I heard it and I've been proven wrong in the last 48 well, hours. Sure. I see, right. I see flashes. I, and there, that's, a, that's part of it too, is, you know, a lot of power play chances today for both teams. Yeah. And Matejchuk running the point, not your It's, it's Matejchuk running the point. Great skater. Uh, and Chris only going to get better. Great passing and, and sits on that point during the power play and just runs it and knows exactly where the puck needs to be on a I mean, power play. Honestly, the biggest, Very problem, impressive. the biggest problem with our power play today was Detroit's goalies are good. Yeah, that's very true. Another another thing that I had on Matejchuk today is uh, on the defensive end, on in our own end, uh, re- close rebounds uh, off, of a, off of a shot on goal from Detroit. You know, comes off our goaltender, uh, Matej Chuck, very common collected on those rebounds straight to the corner. Yep. Like there's, there's nothing that there's nothing to the middle. There's no panicking. It's just he sees the puck and no straight to the corner. Pizzas. Great defense on that end, and right. it's he, I he, noticed that all day today from him. Didn't serve up one pizza. Uh, he did make mistakes. They all made mistakes. They're young yeah. kids, and they're going to do that. And of course, we're talking about most of the positives here. But right, that's that's just well, what I we saw. We are today. an optimistic podcast. Uh, and, and, Said no one ever. <laughs> to what I go speaking in is Ben Boyd de- defense. Ben, I don't know what he is. Ben Boyd is like my. It, ugh, I, I want to adopt him. What do you call an absolute wrecking ball? He yeah? is the wrecking ball. Yesterday, uh, yesterday <laughs> there was a hit in the first period down in the corner that was questionable at right. best. Uh, we're talking four or five feet off the boards. Our guy hit the boards. Borderline could have very easily been a boarding call. From that point, at about the seven-minute mark of the first period yesterday, this dude has hit every player on the St. Louis team. Rumor is between periods he hit the coaching staff for St. Louis. Um, He came out today, continued after having one or two fights yesterday, and just lay in the wood again. Right. Yeah, I believe he's a winger, but he's so all over the place He'll all lay the time. It down. He he's kind of like remember when Josh Anderson would just come out of nowhere and hit somebody. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, only not as big. Almost like a PLD kind of kind of build yeah, there just, with yeah, not as tall, but definitely thick and solid. Right. Uh, yeah. So Ben Boyd and I I have another note I had on here was was a he's a borderline liability. Uh, in yes, a way, because he likes to take off and hit someone instead of being in position. <laughs> right, borderline and liability. It, it, the AHL, AHL level or the ECHL level, I'm cool with that, but that ain't going to work up here. For sure. Uh, all right, the last couple things I had on here was Piercy for Detroit, four goals today as a free agent invite. Just got to give shout out to that. <laughs> Uh, that's that's amazing. I mean, stick four taps, goals. Even stick taps to that guy. He yeah, played absolutely. Out of his mind. Good, good for him. Even the even his teammates coming off the ice after he scored his fourth goal were pointing up to the crowd. Four goals, like showing everybody. Um, oh, that's I just I just pulled a Jordan. Got a text you, you message did. in the middle of a podcast. Unbelievable. Jordan, if you heard that, text him. That was Jordan <laughs> texting me. 
actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was Jordan texting if you, me. That's if you heard that on a podcast we're recording, go ahead and text him again. Uh, so the last two, the so the last two notes that I had for the third period, we'll get out of here because we well, it's time to go eat. We gotta dinner. eat. We're gonna go out on the town of Traverse City and, and see the sights here. But uh, your check, man, like pretty good defensively when it comes down to it, but. Like Warinsky, kind of soft on the checking side. Doesn't really know how to throw his body very well. The, he the, misses a lot of hits. Misses, and then even like the reverse hits that he takes, he's mm. on his ass a couple times. You know what I mean? Mm. Like stuff. But like, he doesn't hit the ice unless it's a hard hit. But it's a reverse hit is yeah. my thing. As a defenseman, taking the ice, like falling on the ice on a reverse hit, not necessarily. I don't want to use the word embarrassing, but it's. Like yeah, you got to connect on that. What are you doing? <laughs> you I gotta right. connect on that. And like I said, young guys, we're we're just picking well, apart you, what we you saw notice, today. If you notice, a lot of that was at the beginning of the game. At the at this and, is third and, period, in the third period, no, I watched I did that. Not happen. catch that because I noticed yesterday the same thing happened at the beginning of the game, and it's like he got a talking to at intermission because he didn't do it as much after that. I yeah, for sure. But then uh, again, like we said today, the frustration was kicking in. Dude just scored four goals on you. <laughs> you only got two. You know. The the Red Wings scored five. This dude scored four by himself, and can't you feel only good scored about two. That. You, you can't know, feel so good about that as a defensive the, core. There was a lack of discipline, at the right? End. There was a lot of frustration today, and it, you know it could have fell back on that. And it's a prospect tournament. I mean, <laughs> right? Shit that's what it all comes down to at shit the end, happens. right? Uh, the last thing I had here, the third period, is you know towards the end of the game, Marchenko absolutely laid somebody out in the open. Ice. <laughs> yeah, he did. He. Crushed. Yeah, I don't know and who it was. Hundred percent clean. Crushed him, and it was a great hit, clean as hell. Just going back to Marchenko one more time. We can't talk enough about this guy. He's the real deal. Besides people. on the he ice, the off the ice, deal. a great personality. Got to meet him today and talk to him a little bit. A phenomenal personality. I think this city is going to fall in love with this guy. Yeah. Personally, I did today. He's a phenomenal human being. Well, one Besides of the things that, we said coming into this. And we've been saying all year is we want to see Marchenko, we want to see Marchenko, we want to see Marchenko. Because yeah. we've heard about it for four years. It's for four years. For four years. He's, 20 years coming, old, huh? he's always coming next year. Well, it's finally next it's year. Here. It's yeah. finally next year. And to see this man for the last 48 hours is real, people. It is real. He's real. It, it's that's He's the real deal. I think he is. I, I don't want to throw too much hype behind this. But I'll do it. It seems like Marchenko. I know I've been. Yeah, Kent Johnson I, might be the best player on the ice, but Marchenko is out there to prove something. Marchenko's he, the most complete player on the ice. I want a two hundred foot player, and he has a hell of a shot, huh? And would possibly be a great fill in for Bjorkstrand. That was one of my questions I had for him today. I didn't. He he doesn't speak the greatest English, so I didn't get to and ask him the best neither questions. Do you. I don't know. You should have seen those interviews, but uh, no, it's no. I I really think that he's going to show out. I mean, I see him as a third, second line winger by the end of the season this year. Yeah, it's kind of. It looks like like him and Kent Johnson are going to be the two and three line right wingers, and they may rotate back and forth. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I see. I could definitely see him filling some Bjorkstrand shoes uh, in the near future, if I'd even not this say season. He's a better defender than Bjorkstrand. I wouldn't say that. Bjorkstrand was also on the PK. We you're, can't you're say that. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> I am a lot, and that's why we do this. Huh? It's just to prove me wrong. No, yeah. I just I, – I mean, it's – I know we, we're beating a dead horse, but and, – and if you've had a chance to see the streams or you can go back and watch the streams, focus on number 86. Um, I mean, honestly, he's only 24, but the rest of these guys are 18 to 22. 
and he's playing like a man amongst boys. Yeah, he truly is. He looks like he knows what he's doing out there. He knows what he's doing out there. Uh, and just a, also a great person to have in the locker room, in my opinion, is someone like that who's trying to learn but already has the well, skill set. And you can already tell he's got the respect of the younger guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's a different way they approach him and talk to him on the ice than they do the other people. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to add? I have one more thing I want to add. Yeah, go ahead. Throw it in there. Uh, anybody that's listened to this Friday night or Saturday morning, uh, we are going to have an unofficial official uh, get-together at the Thirsty Fish that's in right. Traverse City. And we're going to be recording a live podcast. I don't know if they know that yet, but we're just bringing the gear. We're going to bring the gear. We're going to set it up. And we're going to record a live podcast from the Thirsty Fish but, tomorrow. Yeah, people have been reaching out through different channels wanting to try and get something together and we're going to take the initiative and we're going to put something together so we got let's, possible let's go party we got possible special guests jeff svoboda yeah on the podcast tomorrow night hey, and on, maybe some others who knows hey, who's gonna come bobby, out as on bobby max cbj and 30 this week he said if somebody wants to put it together he'll come so i may just send him a message or a you DM. should well i talked to him today he's all about it i talked to him today before he went up to call the game yeah, we, i mean i know me and you will be there but yeah for yeah, sure i mean Bobby Mack and Jeff Savota are a nice three and four. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. They could add into our little shtick that we're doing here. Huh? All right. We're getting out of here. We're going to go out some dinner. Unite. <laughs> we're going to go eat some dinner, uh, have some drinks, and have a good time up here in Traverse City. For all of, the, all of you little boomers watching back at home, thank you so much for supporting everything that we do. Uh, we are out here just trying to make it, man. We're doing their thing and uh, covering the prospect tournament. We're only going up from here. So uh, right. keep supporting that. Watch the Blue Jackets stream on bluejackets.com. Uh, listen to Bobby Mack on the radio. We are brought to you. Bucket and Boomer is brought to you by the CBJ Artillery uh, and High Bank Distillery. Uh, listen to the CBJ Artillery and go drink High Bank Distillery liquor. Uh, it's great stuff. So go check it out. huh? Peace, love, and hockey, baby. Peace. Love. That's a great <laughs> sign up. Holy shit, we gotta use that more. We'll see you guys. We'll uh you'll hear us tomorrow night as we do a live podcast from Thirsty Fish, uh kind of wrapping up our thoughts here on the weekend. And yeah, that's all we got. Thanks. Have a good night, everybody. Food from my belly. I am fucking this up horribly. Let's try this again. Tyler, let's hear it, buddy. Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Hey, hey, can you hear me? I'm here. And now he's just yelling at us. <sighs> yeah, he is just yelling at us. Why are you yelling so at he's us? Gonna be I don't like, know. You said you like couldn't hear me. Can you hear me now? Danny, like will you check your mic? Will you just talk into it? And Hello. My, are you checking it right now? Or yeah, it's okay. recording. Okay.